reaching Israel and the world. Baruch Hashem, beloved ones, and blessed be the name of the Lord. My name is Rabbi Schneider. Welcome today. Cynthia and I greet you to this episode of Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Honey, we're going to be talking today about the ancient truth that God reveals himself to the world through Jewish people. He reveals himself to the world through anyone that believes in him. He can even reveal himself to the world through a donkey. But you know what? God has somehow determined that through the Jewish people, salvation would be revealed. It reminds me of the dream that you had all those years ago. Maybe you can tell our viewers about it. Well, I'm so thankful. I would want to just thank the Holy Spirit right now for revealing Himself to me. One night I had, a, it was a dream vision. It was so powerful. It was like I was asleep, but I was awake. It was just powerful vision. One second vision, but it spoke a million words. And it was me being at the side of a stage. I was very aware I was a stagehand that had prepared the stage for the final scene. And I looked out at the crowd that was watching and there was a processional coming up the aisle and it had the line of Judah, Jesus, that was leading his people, the Jewish people, up for the final scene. And I knew he has a special call on the Jewish people. And we're gonna hear more about that in today's message. Baruch Hashem, beloved ones. Great to be with you by way of teaching today as we're continuing our study in how Jesus completes biblical Judaism. I've been talking about the plan of salvation and what we've been discovering is that Israel was saved in the Tanakh or the Old Testament in the same way that believers are saved today in the New Testament. In other words, the gospel was revealed in its primitive form in the Hebrew Bible, in the pages of the Tanakh or the Old Testament. We began to look at this by showing that even as God chooses his people today upon the earth, not from amongst Jews only, but from amongst every tribe, people, and nation, so too, Father God also sovereignly chose Israel in the Tanakh. The Lord said to Israel, you alone have I chosen to be a people for myself out of all the peoples in the face of the earth. In the same way today, the scripture tells us in the book of Ephesians that we were chosen in Messiah before the foundation of the world in Father's love. And then we looked at the fact that Israel was saved once they were chosen, they were able to enter into the salvation experience, listen, through the medium through the vehicle of faith. Faith is living and it's active. You see, when God appeared to Abraham and spoke to him and appeared to him in the book of Bereshit, in the book of Genesis, that ignited within Abraham faith. When God shows up, his spirit fills those hearts to whom he's speaking to and they automatically have faith well up within them. So God chooses his people and then he comes to those that he's chosen and when he speaks to to them, whether it be through intuition, through the written word, through a dream, and whatever means he chooses to, when he reveals himself, faith springs up. And then when we act on that faith, we enter into the salvation experience. Moses, for example, had faith that God would be with him, and he was able then to begin to walk forward and lead Israel out of bondage. 
Moses said to the Lord, unless you go with me, I will not go. And the Lord spoke to Moses and said, I will be with you. And as a result of that, Moses believed and he began to move forward and led Israel into freedom. So once again, God came to Moses. He sovereignly chose him. He appeared to him at the burning bush. As a result of that experience and the Lord's continual dealing in Moses' life, faith emerged in Moses so that he was able to act. And in the same way, beloved, today, God sovereignly chose at some point in your life to reveal to you that Jesus was the way to him. You believed, you began to take action, you began to read the scriptures, you began to go to church, you began to pray, you began to become obedient, and all those things that brought you into a deeper relationship with God. And then we saw that God loves us, he chose us, he gave us faith, but we also learn that because of our sin, a blood sacrifice is required. We looked in the Torah in Leviticus 17, verse 11, and we read that the life of the flesh is in the blood, saith the Lord, and I've given it to you on the altar to make an atonement for your soul, for it's the blood by reason of its life that makes atonement. And so we studied last week how Israel was saved each year. They were forgiven of their sins through the blood sacrifice that took place each year at their highest holy day called Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, when the high priest would enter into the Holy of Holies in the tabernacle and then the temple. He would pour the blood of the bull and the goat on top of the Ark of the Covenant. And when the Lord saw the blood each year, he forgave his people because the blood symbolized that a life was given, that an innocent animal had died in the place of the guilty. And the Lord accepted that as a means of atonement for Israel because that innocent animal, beloved ones, symbolized Yeshua. As I indicated on, last, on the last few broadcasts, it's like a credit card that you use. You go to the store, purchase something on your credit card, your credit card has no real value, but the merchant accepts it because he knows that real payment is coming. In the same way the Lord accepted those sacrifices in the Torah and in the time before Jesus, because he knew that those sacrifices represented Jesus, that real payment in the person of Yeshua was coming. And so we once again, we looked at God's sovereignty in relationship to election. We looked at how he comes to those he has chosen and instilled faith in their heart that then we act on that faith that brings us into the salvation experience. Then we looked at the blood covering as the means of atonement. And then I ended last week's broadcast talking about the principle of a mediator. Many people say that I don't need a mediator. I don't need Jesus. I go directly to God. It's just God and I. But the fact is that when we study the Hebrew scriptures, beloved ones, when we study the Torah, we find there that there's always been the principle of a mediator. Moses interceded for Israel. Moses was Israel's uh, mediator. And then we have the priests. The Lord chose the Levites to be able to minister sacrifices in the temple on behalf of the children of Israel. Each individual Israelite was not able to offer their own sacrifices to the Lord, but rather, beloved one, they had to bring their sacrifice to the priest who offered up the sacrifice on their behalf. So do you see how the Old and New Testaments and the plan of salvation between the Old and New Testaments 
fits together like a hand in a glove. The plan of salvation was revealed once again in its primitive form in the pages of the, to the Tanakh, the Old Testament scriptures. It finds its fulfillment in the person of Yeshua in the Brich Hadashah, the New Testament or the New Covenant scriptures. I want to conclude with this final principle in relationship to the plan of salvation by looking at the role of the Jewish people or the Israelites. We have within Christism today, in many circles, a huge misunderstanding and a very dangerous misunderstanding where many Christians have assumed that because Israel as a nation in general rejected Jesus and still does not believe in him, that God has forsaken Israel. They believe that the promises, many Gentiles believe, that although Israel was at one time chosen, although God did choose them, we read in the Hebrew Bible, many Christians believe that because the Jewish people of Jesus' day, by and large as a nation, the religious leaders rejected Yeshua, many Christians are taught that the promises that once belonged to Israel, because of their rejection of Yeshua, have been taken away from them, and that these promises now have been given to New Testament believers. That Israel no longer holds a special role in terms of a chosen people on the earth. And I want to tell you, beloved, there could be nothing farther from the truth. In, Paul, in fact, Paul states it so clearly point blank in the book of Romans in relationship to Israel, he says, even though they have rejected Yeshua, he said, the gift and call of God in their life is irrevocable. They still have a special role to play. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you back to the beginning. I'm going to show you the, the chosenness of Israel. And then I'm going to, after we develop this theme of the chosenness of Israel, I'm going to show you how Israel still plays a very unique and special role in the plan of, uh, of salvation and in the history of the kingdom of God. So praise God, let's just pray. Father God, we just pray that you'll give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. And that Father God, you'll help me to make this clear so all your people understand and can pray for the salvation of the Jewish people as they come to learn how important Jewish people are in relationship to the end times and the return of Jesus. Amen. Can you say amen with me and amen. You know, Jesus said to those that he sent out, he said, I've given you authority over spirits of evil. And we're, we're seeing this everywhere we go. Bring this lady up here for a second. Let's bring her up here. In Jesus' name, Satan, I command you to open your eyes and look at me. Look at me. Satan, you're a liar. I command every demon to leave. I command every demon to flee. In Jesus' name. Open your eyes, honey. In Jesus' name. I love you, sweetheart. Amen. It's not like Rabbi was preaching anything about the demons or, or Satan, and he just starts ministering. Sometimes he'll just sing in the spirit and that will prompt the demons to manifest. I think it's the power of the presence of God that comes down from heaven is what I see. It really descends and that's why we see these demonic manifestations. They cannot stay and so that's why they start coming up and they need to flee and they do flee.
The love of Jesus is so strong. His beauty is so powerful. His peace is so big and wide that as soon as these demons come into the anointing of Jesus, they just leave. It's just that simple. It's a confrontation between the spirit of darkness and the spirit of Jesus, and there's no contest. As soon as they face the peace of God, they're gone. Is God blessing your life through the teaching of Rabbi Schneider? Why not become a part in sending him around the world as God brings salvation, healing, and deliverance through television and on-the-ground outreaches? Visit rabbipartners.com or call 800-777-7835. As a thank you for your monthly support, Rabbi would like to send you three very special partner-only DVDs. In Pursuit of Him, an intimate view of Rabbi's life journey. It was worth it. The amazing life story of Cynthia Schneider and Crusades Behind the Scenes, a partner-exclusive look as Rabbi ministers around the world. Become a part of what God is doing through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Begin your monthly partnership today. Now, I'm going to go back to the beginning. We're going to go back to the first book in the Bible, the book of Bereshit, the book of beginnings. And we're going to read about the call of Abraham. I'm going now to the book of Genesis, chapter number 12. I'm going to begin there in verse number 1. Hear the word of God. Now the Lord, this is, this is God's personal name here. Now the Lord, yud heh vav heh oftentimes pronounced very, uh, 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 with such reverence, a breathy Yahweh. The Lord said, this is my memorial name forever. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. And the one who curses you, I will curse. And in you, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. So we read that all the nations of the earth shall be blessed through Abraham. I want you to hear, we need to honor the uniqueness of the Jewish people. That's why the Lord said, I'll bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. They're a chosen people. Jesus came to us through the Jewish people. The Lord says, don't be arrogant against the Jewish people because your salvation's foundation comes to you through them. Beloved, it's the same way with our parents. Don't we want to honor our parents for giving us birth? In the same way, we always want to honor the Jewish people because it's through them that the writings of Scripture came to us, that Messiah came to us, that the, the, the apostles were Jews, right? So we want to honor the, the favor of God upon the Jewish people because they have become a blessing to the entire church. It's through them that we've come to a knowledge of God. Remember, Paul who went to, 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 to all these different Gentile nations, which launched the church amongst the Gentiles. Paul was a Jew. So we want to understand from the beginning, the Jewish people have played a special role in the kingdom of God. Let's continue on here and find out what scripture has to say. Let's go to the book of Genesis, continuing verses number 17 here, verse 5 and 6. We just read in chapter 12 that the Lord spoke to Abraham and said, follow me. Once again, when God speaks, because of God's creative power, because of the life in his spirit, when he speaks, man's heart is ignited. This is why the scripture says, in the day of God's power, man is made willing. In other words, when God pours his life out on somebody, the person who receives his life because God has poured it out on him automatically comes to life. They, they spring forth faith. 
Remember, Jesus said to Lazarus, come forth. And what did Lazarus do? He came forth. Because when God speaks, humanity comes to attention. It's the nature of the relationship between creator God and his creation. So God appeared to Abraham. He spoke to Abraham. So Abraham had faith ignited in him. You have faith, beloved, because God has revealed himself to you. You may not realize it. You may think, well, I never had Jesus appear to me in my bedroom. I never encountered God at a burning bush. I never had some kind of experience where, where my whole room was filled with angels or light. So how have I had a supernatural experience? Beloved, the very fact that you believe is because of the fact that God has given you divine intuition in your heart to know that he loves you, to know that he's alive, and to put your faith in his son knowing that his sacrifice paid the penalty for your sin. Even though you may have never had a spectacular experience when you compare it to others, that does not mean, beloved one, that does not mean that you have not had a, a, an encounter with the Lord. It's just that sometimes his encounters are more subtle. He appeared to Abraham. He spoke to Abraham. But in the same way, everyone that truly believes, believes because God has made himself known to that individual. You know, we sometimes hear the stories of, you know, the person that was a drug addict or a heroin addict or the Jew or the Muslim that had this incredible supernatural experience. And as a result of that experience, God delivered them and brought them to faith. And we wish that we could have those experiences. But I want you to know, some of you may have not had that kind of an experience, but you go back to perhaps when you were seven or eight years old and you were in church one day and you just believed because you believed that God loved you. You believed that God was, that you're precious to him. You put your faith in Jesus with the heart of a child. That experience is just as powerful, if not more so sometimes, than the dramatic testimony. So don't discount, beloved, the supernatural relationship that God has with you. And so let's continue on. Genesis 17, we're moving forward. Here we go, verse 5 and 6. The Lord had appeared to Abram was speaking to him here. He said, no longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings will come forth from you. So once again, what we're seeing here is the fact that the Jewish people are the foundation of the salvation that has come to the entire world. Remember, the Lord said to Abraham, the Lord said to Abraham, Abraham, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Well, this verse is quoted in the book of Galatians by Paul in reference to Jesus. Paul lifts up Yeshua. And he says to the entire church, this Yeshua is the seed, the fulfillment of the promise that God made to Abraham. Paul is saying that when God said to Abraham, Abraham, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Paul said in Galatians, the seed that God was referring to there in Genesis is Yeshua. So we need to get in alignment now with the fact that God has used the Israelites, he's used the Jewish people in a very special way in all our lives. We want to honor them, and even more so, we're going to be seeing how they still play a key role in the world today. Think about it. Again, as I began to share earlier in the broadcast today, 
So many people uh, in the church today, they think, oh, the Jews don't believe in Jesus. You know, the Jews, uh, you know, have been forsaken by God. Uh, the promises that once belonged to the Jews now belong to us. Some people, unfortunately, even believe that Jewish people are under a curse for rejecting Jesus. But let me ask you, beloved, can you still see the divine hand of God, of the Jewish people, on the, upon the Jewish people today? Look at all the Jewish doctors. Look at all the Jewish bankers. Look at all the Jewish uh, uh, people that have made uh, 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 great breakthroughs in the fields of science and medicine. Look at the number of Jewish people that are leading figures in entertainment. In other words, the impact that the Jewish people have had upon the earth is unexplainable because they're such a small proportion of the world's population, one-fifth of 1% of the world's population are Jewish people. Yet look at the amount of Nobel Prizes they've won. Look at the amount of medical breakthroughs that have been discovered by them. Look at the amount of scientific discoveries that they've been responsible for. It's amazing. The leading names in almost any field are Jewish people. How do you explain it? Because there's a special favor upon them even still. Even those that have rejected Jesus, the hand of God is still on their life in a special way. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Jesus said to the Jewish people, unless you believe that I am he, you'll die in your sins. I'm not talking about uh, being in reference to salvation, but I'm talking about the Jewish people are a marked people. It is evidence in scripture from the very beginning. When we look in our present history, we still see there's something supernatural about their lives and beloved ones. They still play a supernatural role in the future of the church. And it's important for you and I to understand what their role is. Because when we understand what the role of the Jewish people is in time going forward, it's going to bring us into the flow of God's Spirit, and God's going to use it and bring divine energy into our life for being in alignment with Him in this particular area. Let me read for you from the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 6, and I'm going to have to finish this next week, so you're going to want to make sure to tune in. But listen what the Lord says to the prophet Isaiah, 49, 6. Is it too small a thing that you should be my servants to raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the preserved ones of Israel? Listen to this. I will also make you a light of the nations, get it now, so that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. And in this present time, God is raising up Jewish believers like myself and a few others right now to reach the ends of the earth with the message of the gospel. The Jewish people are playing a unique role in these end times that are leading up to Yeshua HaMashiach's return. And I want to thank you, beloved, for supporting this ministry and supporting what we're doing. I love you today. Please join me next week. I'm going to show you next week what Paul said in the book of Romans chapter 11 regarding the salvation of the Jewish people and the role that they're playing in the kingdom of God today. As you bless Israel, beloved one, in your heart, the Lord said, he's going to bless you. Remember, he said to Abraham, I will bless those that bless you and I will curse those that curse you. I want to thank you for standing with me today. I want to thank you for, for standing with discovering the Jewish Jesus. Most of all, beloved, Thank you for standing with the purposes of God during this time in the earth. In Jesus' name, I bless you today in the name of the Lord. And until next week, shalom, 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 and shalom. 
Beloved, thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. I pray, hope, and trust that you are blessed and strengthened by it. Years ago, the Lord literally spoke to me with an audible voice and he said to me, seize my word and don't let anything else in. And then he followed that up by saying this to me, you'll always be faithful to me because you know it was my word that saved you. Beloved, if the Lord has used this ministry to deliver you from darkness, to help you, to encourage you, to feed you, I want to ask you to give a thanksgiving offering to the Lord today through discovering the Jewish Jesus. The 50th Psalm in the 23rd verse says this, He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, saith the Lord. Beloved, once again, if you're thankful for what God is doing in your life through the teaching of God's Word, through discovering the Jewish Jesus, would you just open your heart let the Holy Spirit speak to you and present a special Thanksgiving offering to Him because of discovering the Jewish Jesus. It will help us, beloved, continue to feed you and reach people on the earth all over the world. Here's how you can partner with us. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword RABBI to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives, and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, Speak these words over my people, and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yavarech Yahweh, Vayishmarecha. Yair Yahweh, Panavelecha, Vichunecha. Yisar Yahweh, Panavelecha. May Father God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord your Father lift you up by his countenance. And Father God is going to continue his beloved child to give you his peace. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. 
Jesus was born a Jew, lived as a Jew, died as a Jew, and was originally followed by Jews. Yet somehow Christianity and Judaism are divided. Unearth the history behind this great separation in Rabbi Kurt Schneider's new book, The Lion of Judah. Rabbi tells the story of how two religions who worship the same God came to walk very different paths. But he declares a bold truth. They were never meant to be separate. Learn how Judaism and Christianity will one day unite together under one banner, Messiah Yeshua. Discover how the Old and New Testaments connect and how Jesus completes Biblical Judaism. Order your copy at lionofjudahbook.com. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open to us a door for the Word, to declare the mystery of Messiah, discovering the Jewish Jesus, reaching Israel and the world. Tune in next time on Discovering the Jewish Jesus to find out why the salvation of Israel is significant for you and every believer in Jesus Christ. Don't miss this exciting episode.